Howdy, Ags. Welcome to Aggie Growth Hacks, the podcast sponsored by the McFerrin Center for Entrepreneurship at Texas A&M, where we help Ags improve their business, connect with other Aggie entrepreneurs, and support one another. I'm your host, Greg Martin, Fighting Texas Aggie Class of 2001. And I'm your co-host, Chris Hunter, Fighting Texas Aggie Class of 1998. Whoop! Well, this week, we're continuing our conversation with the greatest bull rider ever to walk the earth, Netflix star and Aggie entrepreneur, Dale Brisby. If you have not listened to part one of this conversation, make sure you check it out. So pass it back and listen up to part two of our conversation with Dale as he shares some good bull. We talk a lot on this show about our big, hairy, audacious goals, our BHAGs, our five, 10-year moonshots. You know, what's your big, hairy, audacious goal for you, for rodeo time, for whatever? What are you looking at five to 10 years from now? It's funny that you ask that. Somebody's going to give me a piece of advice that, that makes me change this answer. But as of right now, I just, I don't have one. I know that sounds weird, but what I mean by that is, is you know, there's the, the scripture in the Bible. I've got it pinned on the inside of my eyeballs. I can't, but now I, I you know, because I got these glasses on, I guess, but it, it, it talks about, don't say that I will do this or I will do that tomorrow, but instead follow it all with Lord willing. And I never would have. And so my team, they get tired of me literally saying the words Lord willing. Like mm-hmm. rarely will I say tomorrow I'm going to do this without the words Lord willing after it. So I say that to say like, I don't have like a revenue style goal. I do have content related goals. We want to post 82 times today on these platforms every day for the next year, you know, and then we want to raise those numbers to 111. Like, is that a legit number? 82 days? Yes. Yes. Wow. Um, And I can go into detail about what I mean by that, but, but essentially like I'll set those kind of goals because I know that if we are bringing value, those are the kind of goals that are going to, they're going to force me to bring value to the audience. And if Dale Brisby were to fail, I believe that that would be the reason he's not brought enough value and he started, you know, and so rather than me putting a goal on the thing that's going to benefit me the most, the revenue, I'm going to set a goal based on the content and that's what's going to help keep me accountable. Now on the revenue side, I am going to do some things and I've kind of got these, these two phrases in my mind combined from, you know, I heard Grant Cardone say, stay broke you know, cash is trash. And then, you know, Gary Vee talks about reinvesting in your company. So I've kind of combined them and I say, stay broke, reinvest in your company. I've put an obnoxious amount of money. It's obnoxious for me into inventory right now, getting ready for. And so I'm setting up, you know, because let's say you wanted it to be a hundred million dollar company. Well, that means you're going to, have to sell that much inventory. Well, if you don't have that inventory, well, you're not going to, you can't be that. You're not going to get there. If you got enough to sell 10 million, well, you're not going to get to a hundred if you're only selling 10 million worth of. So anyhow, that's one thing I'm keeping the shelves full of inventory. And then I'm setting my goals based on the, the, on the content and then let the chips fall where they may. You see what I mean? Yeah. But I'm, I'm purchasing a lot of this inventory, even in blanks. That way I can like put different, designs on them you know it's evergreen type stuff and so you know a lady asked me a long time ago what my business plan was and it's really just prayer you know these opportunities will come across my plate an opportunity with a new sponsor or new supplier 
do I really want to spend this much on this much? You know, it took me three days to answer this previous, this last supplier. It took me three days to answer him because I just literally wanted the peace in my heart about it. And, you know, and that's not a guarantee that I'll be successful, but it does guarantee me an amount of peace if I'm not, you know what I mean? Like, I, I don't think a person should chase happiness. I, I think a person should chase peace. And I think those are happiness is circumstantial and it's emotional, but peace is something that, that I believe with the right relationship with the Lord, you can have no matter what your circumstances are. And I think that also with that, having that piece of every action, whether it be placing an order of inventory or saying yes to a partner or a sponsor or whatever, you also have accountability. And to say, look, I, I'm at peace with this and, I, and I'm going to live with whatever happens with it. And if it's not the best thing, well, then then I'm going to continue to be like an entrepreneur and I'm going to adjust. I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to make it happen, but I'm going to walk into it having 100% confidence that this is the right decision because I've got the peace. You know, seeking that guidance from God to be able to say, this is the right peace. Yes, sir. And, you know, the Bible says to seek wise counsel. And so I've got a, I've got you know, in my phone, typically it's depending on what the issue that I'm, I'm looking at is, there's about half a dozen people that I'll call and really one or two that I'll lean on heavily. You know, Lisa and I will have conversations daily about, about directions to go, but, but it's crazy. I've, I've got a couple of buddies that, you know, I feel like are wiser than me that have talked me off of some ledges, just trying to be wise. You know, my preacher told me it was actually probably a few hundred of us in the congregation, but he was talking to me when he said it. I feel like <laughs> he said, uh, don't ask yourself, is this right or is this wrong? Ask yourself, is this wise? There'll be things in life, they're not wrong, but they're also not wise. You know, like a rodeo cowboy, I was telling somebody yesterday, it's like, hey, yeah, you won $8,000 this weekend rodeoing. Is it wrong for you to spend that on a jet ski? No, it's not wrong. Yeah. But if your goal is eventually financial freedom, it's not wise. Mm -hmm. Now, if you want, if you want to buy a jet ski and you don't care that when you're done rodeoing, you may not have a lot of money, that's okay. Like if that per if that's what you want to do, that's fine. I just wouldn't want to see you complain when you're done rodeoing. Well, why the heck I don't have any money? Well, well, let's look back over your track record. So I think figure out what where you want to be in life, your vision which I believe is a little different than a goal. And then you need to backtrack and reverse engineer how to get there. Because buying a jet ski at 27 may not be the best thing for you if you want to be living in your own house debt-free at 46. You know what I mean? Dale, dig into those people in your phone. The term I use, I call them the fab five. Those are the five people that the entrepreneurs surround themselves with that push them towards success, that hold them accountable. Describe those, your fab five. Yeah, I mean, you don't have to tell their name or anything, but what are the characteristics? What does it take to be part of that inner circle, that fab five? Well, you know, it was 2021 was kind of a, you know, 2020, 2021, I really woke up just because I, both my granddads have passed and my dad passed. Uh, he was an Aggie also, but he, they were definitely in my five, you know, my dad was a cowboy, you know, he was, he was, but he wasn't an entrepreneur. I wouldn't have traded it. You know, he had $800 in, in his account when he died and we split that four ways between my family, but I, I wouldn't have traded him for 
for instance, my, my granddad, which I love the position my granddad was in. My granddad was an entrepreneur. When he died, I had talked to him that previous 24 hours, five times about five different deals I was trying to do. And I was get I would not tip a waitress without asking this man's advice about money, whether it was, I was trying to buy a rent house or deciding on this used truck or doing a horse deal. And he was te- teaching me the game of pitch and catch and sales and, and how to do a horse deal, you know? And so, well, they, they've all passed. And I woke up in 2020, 2021. It's like, oh dang, I'm the patriarch, you know? And in 2008, when the crap hit the fan financially in 2001, you know, as a kid, well, like you get to kind of your, your parents, your grandparents, they're kind of your shield. Like you get to refer to their judgment and you don't have to think about it. Well, now all of a sudden I do. And there's a lot of people watching me. My family's watching me, you know, my, mm-hmm. my, my employees are. So that those five are important. Very important. One of them, his name is Jeremy Melanson. He's over in Huntsville. He was a bear cat. The way he thinks very logically he does a lot with real estate. I'm very interested in real estate. I've, I've got some, but it's, it's, it's something that it's another passion of mine. So I'm, I'm talking to Jeremy daily. That's who we were talking to earlier, Greg. Yep. Um, super wise individual. He's actually a year younger than me. Another one is Corey Anderson of Total Feeds. He does the marketing over there. He's actually got a, deg- uh, a degree in psychiatry and, and he's just a super wise mm. individual. Lisa here, single mom, five kids, you know, like she's just got a wealth of perspective and wisdom. And then there's a couple cowboys. I've got some friends, they're brothers, buddies of mine that that run the the four sixes, Dusty and True Burson, some of my best friends. Did you give them permission to to push back on you and say, You're off your rocker, you you've lost your way? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. I mean, like you kind of got to, I mean, you want those, you want the hard truth, you know, and I've, you, sometimes you got to ask to really dig down to get it. You know, Payton being my lawyer, he, he'll he help me with, with some of those hard truths. <laughs> he's a good question um, answer, asker. <laughs> yep. He's very wise individual. So yeah, that, and, and it's really more than five, but I've got, I've got some other friends that I'll call on for specific things that, you know, I'm not trying to name drop at all, but, you know, like, you know, Trevor Brazil is very wise in when it comes to handling how he handles his money, you know, because now he's done rodeoing, but, you know, he's still able to put food on the table. Cody Johnson is very, very smart, you know, as a singer, you know, dealing with that. And so I'll, I don't call on those guys all the time, but... When I'm in a situation, for instance, on the podcast with Marcus Luttrell, like I'm asking him questions because I want to know as a you know man to man. I wasn't mm-hmm. trying to make an interesting podcast. I was being a little more selfish, you know. So I think seeking wise counsel is very important. But at the end of the day, you've got it. You're the one that's going to have the most information, and so you're the one that's going to need to answer the question. Yeah, and most importantly, then you got to take action on that, right? If you've got your circle of friends that you've told, hey, I'm going to do this and I'm going to take your advice and I'm going to do this, they're going to hold you accountable for that kind of stuff. So it's super important, absolutely, to have that, you know, circle of people that that you have in in your corner, right, in boxing terms, helping you out. We're going to roll right now and have a break and hear a message from our sponsor. All right, so this leads us into our lightning round. So our lightning round questions are pretty quick and easy. We will give you a minute to answer them. Okay, you ready? You bet. Yes, sir. All right, so 
And I'm going to throw a little monkey wrench in this. This is supposed to be what's your favorite hack, but what is your favorite social media hack since you're the social media guy? I would say the quantity, not the quality. And I call it a hack. You know, it sounds like a, a secret, but it's just something that people don't do. They try to treat their Instagram, their Facebook, their TikTok like a, a an art gallery, as Gary Vee would say. It. And, and you don't need to do that. I told my guys this morning, like, this in an art gallery. We're trying to be interesting. So I would say quantity over quality built on the foundation of make sure you're bringing the audience value. Love it. I can hear Gary V saying same thing. Yeah. What's the favorite bit of advice you've been given and how have you applied it? You know, like any aside from anything from, from Gary V, you know, one of the ones that I heard recently was do the right thing for the right reasons and live with the consequences. And the meaning behind that, you know, consequences are sometimes associated with the with with maybe something negative. Well, sometimes you do the right thing for the right reason and negative things will happen. But being wise sometimes isn't easy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. So Dale, tell us, what's your superpower? I mean, I think we all know this, but why don't you tell us, what's what's your superpower? I would say, you know, being the, the greatest bull rider of all time, you know, aside from aside from that, it's being the most entertaining. That's awesome. So, yeah. Yeah, YouTube, I, I just... I, yeah, being being the most, the greatest of all time and the most humble. The most humble, greatest of all time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Dale, what, what gets you out of bed and excited about your business? Oh, shoot. Well, I love what I do. That's it. You know, you talk about big, hairy, audacious goals five, 10 years from now. Like, I would love to be doing this in five years. I would love to hire more people. I would like to have more people on staff. I enjoy that process. I enjoy the process of turning a someone who doesn't know me. I think of it in a 90-day term. So they don't know who I am. They discover me. They investigate. They watch. Hopefully, they become a fan. And eventually, they become a customer. Now, if they don't become a customer, that's fine. I don't track that. But that's the 90-day window. And every time I put out a piece of content, I'm stuffing the pipe of at the end of that 90 days, coming out the end of that pipe is potentially a customer. So right now, the people that are ordering today, I'm reaping the benefits of work that I've done 90 days ago. And the work I'm putting in right now, I'll reap the benefits in 90 days. So I love that process, coming up with the quality product for them to buy. Yeah, I get up every day. I start my day with a cold shower and then a run. I hate cold showers. I hate going on runs. But I feel like if you can suffer through something, the very first thing you do, the rest of the day seems pretty damn easy. <laughs> wow. That is so awesome. And I love your 90-day thing. Honestly, I, I have to admit, I, I didn't know, you know about you. I started researching, watched the Netflix series, watched all of them, binge watched them, you know, just like we all do and watched about 20 of your videos, you know, on YouTube. So, I mean... Chris, tell them about this weekend, this past weekend. Oh, yeah. At the Yeah, so last week, right, last Friday, we're, we're in Belton, Texas for a swim meet. My, my son is on the swim team here at Consol, you know, and, and we're at a swim meet. Sitting right next to me 
is this about 13 year old? Maybe I'm guessing he's got a Dell Brigsby shirt on, man. You know, and I look over, I was like, man, that's cool. I meant I should have, but it was too creepy of this old guy sitting there, you know, trying to take a selfie with that or to take a picture of some kid, you know? So I, I didn't do that, you know, just <laughs> good call. But, Somebody gave me a compliment this weekend about my brand just transcending generations. And what they yeah. meant was like, you know, you'll have the grandparent who could be wearing an old son cap or a just ranching cap. And then you'll have the three year old, you know, saying old son and wanting mom to turn on the videos. And, and the, I think that the trick behind that is just, you know, keeping it clean. But it's, it's tough as a comedian, yeah. you know, kind of like a, a pastor. You know, when he's standing up there, how do you talk to somebody who's been a Christian for two minutes or not a Christian at all, and then also feed your guys who have been around a long time? Well, how do you make a three-year-old stay entertained as well as a 63-year-old? And it's very tough as, as a comedian, but if you can do it, I've seen it be a slower growth, but when it does happen, it's a more loyal follower. And so... There's some quick slapstick, low-hanging fruit humor. If you're, if a guy's willing to sacrifice his morals, for instance, you know the stepbrother type mm -hmm. um, yeah. shock factor humor. Mm -hmm. and, right. yep. like, you're just like you're just in shock, and then you know it's it's there's funny things, but there's also a time and a place. And so I choose not to do that or go there. Yeah. And so it does mean I might grow slower, but I'm I'm not going to sell my soul. You've got awesome. peace about it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, Dale, this has been so awesome. We all know how the Aggie Network is just pretty, you know, awesome. And how can the Aggie Network get in touch with you and help you out and support you moving forward? Shoot. You know, I've, I think if, if, you know, if I've got videos, I've got multiple different types of videos. So we'll do skits, you know, like things cowboys don't say. And it's super funny. We'll do a vlog, which is like, you know, a 12 minute documentation of what we're doing that evening or that week. We've got podcasts that are an hour long where we'll have guests. We've got kind of a comedy type show, the rodeo show. So there's, there's something for everybody on Dale's YouTube, Snapchat, Facebook, Instagram, Snap, you know, TikTok. And so I think that if you spend two minutes kind of investigating, you'll probably find something that you enjoy. But at the end of the day, people need to follow me if they want to, because that's, that's when I'll bring them value. So, and then if, if I've brought them so much value that they become a fan, then hopefully they'll wear a t-shirt or a cap. And so right now that's all I've got, you know, and, and, and I'm okay with that. So in the future, I don't know, maybe there's something else I, you know, maybe one day I, Heck, I don't know, start some something. But anyhow, right now it's putting out videos in my apparel. Dale well, Brisby. Thank you so much. DaleBrisby.com. DaleBrisby.com. <laughs> Thank you so much, Dale, for for joining us and sharing a lot of wisdom. I mean, we we covered a lot of ground, and you were really open and honest about a lot of the stuff, and we really appreciate that so much. So thank you for joining us, and can't wait for the the next video, the next Netflix special, hell, the next the next clothing drop. There you go. Yes, sir. Well, thank y'all for having me, and uh, let me know. I'd love to come on again in the future. Just let me know. It's awesome. Thank That's you. Great. So how about that, Ags? Dude, that was awesome. So I cannot believe how many value bombs that Dale dropped in that entire two-part episode. 
I mean, I can't even narrow it down to one or two of those. You know, I mean, it's, it's, I've got so many written down here. It's just ridiculous. We've never had a Netflix superstar come on as well as the greatest bull rider to ever walk the earth. Ever. Ever right? walk the earth. Ever. And humble. And right. humble too. Right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's pretty cool. So what were your most valuable hacks that you got out of Dale? Well, I think that both of us appreciated the openness and the transparency that Dale brought in. And I mean, he, I, like he kind of mentioned to you a couple of times, I think he talked about some things that he hadn't talked about before on other episodes or other podcasts or whatever. But yeah. really the thing that stuck out to me was one, one his faith and how he really, I think that that's a genuine part of who he is as, mm-hmm. as a person yeah. and as an entrepreneur. In that line, he talked about, do not seek happiness, but seek peace. To be yeah. able to make peace with every decision that you make then we deal with the consequences. It may not turn out exactly how you think it is, but you're you're walking into that decision with peace. And so you've got confidence. You're not second guessing yeah. yourself. You're not doing any of, of that stuff. So to me, that, I mean, that was kind of really struck my heart and I appreciated that. How about you? Can you narrow it down to one or two? Man, one, I, I wrote that down. I mean, that's one, one, one of the things that I wrote down. I literally have like 10 things written down here. The biggest one, however, out of everything that I took away from Dale was simply bringing value before you're asking for anything else. 100%. Right? 100%. I think that, I mean, that's that's part of what we do. And I know that that after talking with him, that's exa- that's his core, man. I mean, that's exactly who he is as a person and really why he even started all this stuff, you know, from the beginning. Mm-hmm. And so I, I love that. I absolutely love that. That whole, He kept talking about Gary Vaynerchuk, you know, Gary V. That's exactly what Gary V does and, and talks about. And honestly, you know, I mean, that's how you and I started, Greg, with this whole thing with Aggie Growth X. Mm-hmm. And so I really loved that part of that. Number two, I'm going to throw a bonus out there because I love bonuses, is quantity over quality. Right. And he was talking in reference to the videos that he's mm-hmm. putting out. Right. They're putting out 83 pieces of content per day. Yeah. He, per day. His, his horse has more, more of a social media presence than I do. It's just like, oh my goodness right. gracious. Wow. I know. I mean, that's insane. I know. We got to seriously step up our social game here, I think, you know, but quantity over quality. that That's yeah. bonus for me. That's how he's been so successful. Yeah. That's exactly how Gary Vee has been so successful as well, is that he's constantly putting content out and giving value and giving value and giving value. So those two things combined together. To the given value. It's 100%. Yes. It has to be, 100%. That's the bedrock of everything. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. And I love it. And honestly, that's that's exactly why we do this. Now, we yeah. don't put out the quantity yet, but we're just starting yeah, here, man. That's right. So, Well, Ags, that's going to do it for another episode of Aggie Growth Hacks. We hope that you enjoyed these past two episodes and that you check out Dale on literally any social media platform. <laughs> Anywhere. <laughs> Anywhere. While you're on the web, Chris and I hope that you connect with us and with Aggie Growth Hacks. Be sure to check out our Facebook group and aggiegrowthhacks.com where you can listen to previous episodes as well as some of the other content. Aggie Growth Hacks was produced by fellow Aggies over at Podcast Architects. We also want to give a huge shout out to our sponsor, the McFerrin Center for Entrepreneurship at Texas A&M University. Since 1999, the McFerrin Center for Entrepreneurship has served as the hub of entrepreneurship at Texas A&M. If you're an Aggie entrepreneur or even a wantrepreneur, head over to their website and find the program that's right for you. 
Just go to aggiegrowthhacks.com forward slash McFerrin right now. So join us next time when we connect with another great Aggie entrepreneur and learn how they hack their growth. Until then, I'm Chris Hunter. And I'm Greg Martin. Thanks and gig them. 